Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to Freeze Frame, the podcast where we stop and take a moment to discuss all the heavy news for movies, TV, and streaming. I'm one of your hosts, Ryder Maldonado, joined today by a very special guest, my bestest friend in life and uh, future Disney Imagineer and uh, forever Disneyland companion, Peyton Liebler, the one and only. <laughs> Buddy, I want to thank you for hopping on. How you been? How, how are you doing? Been great. I, uh, I'm feeling way more hopeful than I have in the past here, mm-hmm. despite all the crazy news going on. I think it's been, um, it's been good, good, good time for to be a fan of pop culture. Yeah, I think I'm really excited for in every scenario. People are like, it's like the Renaissance, you know, yeah. post plague. Everyone got really creative. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, with the whole pandemic, everyone's been like all the news popping up. Everyone's on their phones. So everyone's hearing about the news and everyone's excited about the news together. Right. <laughs> That's been the fun part. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you so much for listening at home. Uh, if you're on audio platforms, feel free to give us a review and let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. It helps us out. Uh, we also have Discord if you guys want to hop in there and uh, join our community, chat with us. That's how you stay up to date with us. We also have TikTok for all your quick updates. You know, if you're 30 seconds or left, we 30 seconds or less, actually, we uh, give you all the updates on all things like breaking news. So hop in there. And then, of course, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all the social medias you guys can think of. Up in there, show some support and uh, help us out. But uh, we love to talk to you guys. But without further ado, let's get into the news and talk about it. We got a lot of juicy headlines and I'm excited to discuss it with you, Peyton. Starting off, we got some uh, Disney news. This is some kind of big Disney news. I saw this headline about Disney's live action Peter Pan and Wendy film. Uh, it said it's very influenced by The Lighthouse, says the director, David Lowry, which I don't know if you've heard of Lighthouse. I haven't seen The Lighthouse, but I've heard of it. And <laughs> that sounds like kind of wild uh his original pitch to the studio was apparently the revenant with flying kids <laughs> which sounds kind of ridiculous and then uh the production designer there's a quote uh teases that peter pan and wendy is the best disney remake and uh, she said all i can say is that it's going to be just the best peter pan movie you've ever seen it really is the best disney remake i feel pretty confident so pretty interesting what's your take on like disney live action films at this point and kind of reboots i don't know is it overdone <laughs> i think one thing we've learned, and we've gotten a lot, I think, even in recent time, especially, and you think back to when they started was kind of post-2010 time-ish around that era. Era, um, I'd say it's incredibly, for me at least, it's incredibly like a total home run or kind of like meh in any scenario. I think we've had some really, really good live action remakes that my my judgment on any live action remake is the term of basically taking the story that we love and like kind of adding more context to it, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I think that's really interesting with Disney, especially is that the entire live action library also encompasses a lot of additional stories that weren't necessarily told before, but are giving context back to like characters we love as well. So like, obviously we saw they're doing a lot with villains. So we saw Maleficent, the sequel to Maleficent and then Cruella, which personally I loved all three. Cruella was absolutely spectacular and I'm glad it's getting greenlit for a sequel. And those talks are moving forward despite all the craziness that happened. Um, I think depending also on a lot of this, I think everyone was really worried about what Peter Pan and Wendy was going to kind of take with that story, especially Mm -hmm. I think uh, we've also been seeing that there's been a lot of cultural awareness stuff going through with the original Peter Pan movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and but in a good way, I think what's we're going to see here is mm-hmm. going to be a lot more of I mean, Peter Pan in general is one of those movies that actually has had a lot of live action adaptation just in general of, you know, we've had stories like Hook 
um, mm-hmm. the Peter Pan remake back, I think, in like 2005. There's been a couple Peter Pan live actions out there. And I'm really excited. I think the casting from what they've shown so far looks incredible and is yeah. really going to. Mm-hmm. And again, when you hear a comment like that from a production designer, I think that's the best judgment because we saw what production design can do for a live action remake like Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, that was all people were talking about was how incredible the production design is and how detailed. So that's a big that's a big comment to make of (laughs) it's the best, I I think, especially this early on, too. Yeah, that's pretty cool, Mm -hmm. though. I think there was a photo release of Peter Pan, but. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure once we get a trailer and we'll be able to feel the vibe of it and see how much yeah. of a revenant it is or how much of that vibe yeah. it is. But interesting for sure. But yeah, if you want to take this next one, on, move on. Yeah, so next up in Marvel news, um, Anthony Mackie has finalized a deal to start in Captain America 4. Um, it's being scripted by the Falcon and the Winter Soldier head writer and creator Malcolm Spellman, along with the series staff writer uh, Dallin Musson. Um, and this is not to be believed uh, the top secret project that uh, was tipped off by Justin Kroll that might bring Chris Evans back. Um, and a director hasn't been set for Captain America 4 yet, but I'm really excited. What, what's your oh, take yeah. on it? I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm glad that we he gets a film, you know, because I feel like the Disney Plus show definitely let him shine. But you know, to have a film is like, cool, it's huge. I think it's bigger and there's more acknowledgement even there to kind of solidify with everybody. Look, this is the new Cap. Even got his own film to set up a whole world for himself, which is great. And of course, the production behind it, Malcolm Spellman and everybody, it's like, cool, it's solid, show is solid, just keep more of that. You know what I mean? It's, gonna, it's just going to keep keep have those yeah. vibes. And and then uh, this Chris Evans movie, I know people people are talking about it, but I've, I don't know too much about it. And I'm like, oh, what's that about? Do we need do we need Chris Evans again? I don't know. Would you want to see Chris Evans again? I think... In terms of maybe like a cameo or something, I mm-hmm. I think personally speaking, I also believe that there were a lot of really interesting character development choices that were done in Endgame for Cap yeah. that mm-hmm. I some I liked, some I didn't. It, it's it's very interesting when you play around with time travel. What ends yeah. up happening, especially what ended up happening to Cap too. I think it was a very unexpected thing that I mean. When everyone was suspecting what was going to happen in Endgame, we all knew one of the big three was going to go, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were guessing Iron Man, and that, I think, was done very tastefully. Um, I don't know. I think Chris Evans also has gone on record to say like he's very proud of the job he's done, and I would agree with that. I yeah. think he did a really good job. And mm-hmm. I'm in the headspace, too, of everything that happened with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think was the perfect amount of like character development that was given to both Bucky and Sam. And I'm really excited, honestly, with the way that it kind of left things. It's the whole, um, you obviously know the whole dyad of the MCU of being, there's, you know, the cosmic side of things and yeah. then kind of the ground level. It's called right. the baseball cap and the sunglasses side <laughs> yeah, of things. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, where everyone's on the run in my big action sequences. Um, and I, I'm really excited because I think we're seeing some really creative things on that side of kind of, you know, obviously US agent and yeah, Thunderbolts maybe. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I think there's going to be uh, the other thing I'm actually really excited about with Captain America four is we're finally getting in a really good way, like good transitional material for people that are quote unquote, like, taking on the mantle if that makes any sense yeah. um 
I think we're starting to get that more so, um, especially with characters that are going to be really big points of representation in the future as well. Um, I think it's one of those things of Cap is like here to stay, if that makes any sense. Um, I personally am really excited. I think he's going to be amazing. And I think from what we've seen so far in Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been like the perfect tease to it all. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll just be really interesting to see how like villains and stuff like that are set up. But everybody that's involved so far, I'm really excited because Falcon and the Winter Soldier had a really, really, really good take, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It definitely wasn't my, like, favorite out of the Marvel shows, but I honestly don't think there was any bad ones. Yeah, no, 100%. I was really happy with all of them. It's hard to rank them because they kind of stand on their own in their own way, but... uh, Yeah, they're very different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to those cat movies, you know? I'm sure it's just going to be better and better (laughs) for solo films. But moving on, we have some more kind of uh, separate film spinoff more news when it comes to Black Panther. Riri Williams is going to make her MCU de- debut as Ironheart in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, says Kevin Feige. Uh, he said that they're starting shooting, I think, this week before her Ironheart series. So apparently leaked photos. She's already been seen on set for Black Panther. Maybe a little cameo, you know, just a little thing to kind of set her up. And then we have Eternals has a new trailer. Spider-Man's talking about a trailer. We kind of talk about, as of now, shooting this podcast right now, Spider-Man trailer has leaked. I'm telling you guys, but wait. I'm telling everybody to wait. Because if we could, I mean, at this point, Sony's probably going to release a new trailer tomorrow or a day after tomorrow, you know, because it's already leaked. But yes, it is real. I, I don't care about spoilers. I, you know, I'm going to say I did watch just a little bit of it because I was like, is this real or not? I got to check. Uh, it was, in fact, real. It, it was 100%. It just the CGI wasn't finished and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to react to it because it's so huge. But Eternals dropped the trailer and that one was... But now, did you see the 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 magazine covers as well as the trailer? What did you think about all that stuff? It looks kind of interesting. I I'm one of those. I feel like I mean I know you're excited too. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're one of those few people that's really excited for this movie. Uh, like I remember when we went to the D23 Walt Disney Studios presentation where they had all of the cast on stage with the mm-hmm. first look at the costumes. This one thing that he talked about during that presentation is this is like a completely different side of the MCU coin. Mm -hmm. So yes, kind of on that cosmic side of things, but I also think we're really going to get to see the scale of what this is going to add scale to the multiverse as well as kind of how interdimensional interactions kind of work on everything. I think we've been, we've seen some, but some of them, some of them have either been likened to a really kind of smaller, more like, uh, tricked villain, I guess, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. So, like, Doctor Strange, Dormammu was kind of that. Um, yeah. And then Ego um, and Guardians 2 was sort of another little taste of yeah. it. And Ego, I think, was definitely, like, a really good look. And I think, personally, I mean, costumes, for one, amazing. Oh, yeah. Very unique so cool. to what we've seen mm-hmm. in the MCU so far. And I'm, re- like, I, I'm just excited to see the cosplays alone because mm-hmm. it's going to be so many people that can cosplay. Oh, yeah. Like, you've got, you guys have obviously seen how many Eternals there are in the movie. Um, the other thing I'm excited about more on the side of theme parks and stuff is obviously with Avengers Campus, they've oh. already started casting for really? their in-park. No parents. way. Um, be that'll be really hilarious. cool. I'd love to see those interactions yeah. uh, with people. of Because, again, they're very new. They're just, yeah. like, Again, we know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. I, I think even it. I uh, I'm comparing it to kind of like with the Guardian standard of there's with when Guardians was coming out 
there were definitely little bits and pieces that hinted towards, you know, portions of mm -hmm. the bigger picture, and it definitely set up a lot more. But I'm excited. I I love Chloe Zhao. Um, yeah, she's amazing. I I think in terms of visuals, this is going to be one of the best MCU movies mm -hmm. we're going to get. Um, and I'm really excited just to see in the grand scheme of things where they're all going to fit because. One thing that I think is really cool is they've existed for thousands upon thousands of mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. and they're going to come to a conflict that's going to insert them into a however long year period into oh, yeah. phase four and phase five and onward. I think there's going to be some very big incidents that occur even past the multiverse breaking apart mm -hmm. that it's going to be extremely interesting, especially considering what we saw in the trailer of why they didn't want to yeah. interact with celestials with Thanos, which also all that stuff depending on what um obviously too you know in the comics like Thanos is a is technically has a deviant gene he's not a deviant mm -hmm. fully yeah but Cousin, it's right? interesting that yeah I, I'm, I'm curious to see what that's going to be likened to in the mcu term of things because i mean technically if he was a deviant they could have helped but i don't know <laughs> yeah. i don't think they're going to do that true true i'm really excited that's though i think there's going to be the costumes god I, i'm so glad he brought that up <laughs> so cool <laughs> yeah yeah i'm really, really excited. great mm -hmm. lots of lots of good stuff juicy juicy marvel stuff like that's what's going to be fun about it diving into it and expanding this universe just nonstop. even with shang chi like shang chi did that and uh, yeah, we're just looking forward to Spider-Man and seeing that. But yeah, okay. And now speaking of the future of the MCU, if you want to take this next one about Feige. Avengers. Yeah, so um, I actually saw this in interview too, so I'm really excited. <laughs> um, so uh, Kevin Feige did an interview with Collider. Um, and one of the questions that was asked was, when will Avengers 5 be happening? Um, Kevin Feige kind of went into you need a little bit of time to like marinate before you start bringing everybody together and the big MCU scheme of things. And he said, I think we want there to be a reasonable amount of time from the end game to start a new saga, but it's already underway and it's already started. And then you need some time as you did in phase one to build that saga before you start bringing everyone else together. So there's a perfect Kevin Feige answer of saying <laughs> yeah. everything while saying just enough, you know, mm -hmm. it was, it was cool. Absolutely. And based on the slate that they have shown up to Fantastic Four, it seems like we're not going to get an Avengers film until probably phase five, if anything, probably, you know, four or five years from now, at least, considering what they want to set up with maybe, you know, X-Men or Secret Wars or um, Thunderbolts, Young Avengers. There's so many big projects that are setting up that could have mini miniature plots. And then we have a, a big Avengers, maybe to fight Kang or maybe to, you know, set up some other villain. Like there's so there's so much time. And it's 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 gonna be a while. I feel like till we see this. So definitely, you know, hold you off with movies like Spider Man or Thor that are kind of like team up films, stuff like that. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Anyways, we have coming back to uh, Chloe Zhao. Oh yes, you talked about the costumes and yeah, she talked about this was a great moment. She recalls the moment that they were shooting the the Eternals when they're all on that cliffside, the big you know trailer moment where the team is together. And she said, we played really loud operatic music on the speaker, just blasting that through the wind, which I think is just like great. And it helps character character development if you're that well, you know, like in character, you just hear the music as you're standing there. It's a great photo and it's a it's a great scene. So I'm, I'm glad that happened and that existed. Okay, yeah, if you want to take this next one. <laughs> yeah, so 
Um, the director search for Loki season two will begin shortly, um, promises Kevin Feige. Um, and as for when they start filming, he's not sure yet on how that fits into the schedule between 2022 and 2023, which kind of makes me a little bit sad. And I, I yeah. don't want this. Everyone online is saying this is going to become the new Stranger Things season four. And I really oh. hope that's not true. <laughs> oh. I need more like now. And I'm sad because Mandalorian didn't really see. I mean, there was a time gap, but it wasn't a lot. And they're already done wrapped with season three with Mando. And mm. I don't know. I I think I think I have a theory that they thought Loki was going to do well, but not be as big of a phenomenon as yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. I think they were like, oh, yeah, it's going to get a season two. But I don't think it was like top priority. And now True. it like okay. really is. But Underballing. depending, I mean, obviously, what? how do you think? What do you think is going to? go down with kind of scheduling conflict and everything along those lines yeah it's tricky because you know you bring up star wars and they're kind of like their big shows you know bad batch and and uh what's mcclellan mando and then of course uh, the book of boba fett those are their big ones that they want all the viewers on it so it's kind of like you gotta hold off time for those and all the marvel shows so it's kind of like what do we delay what do we put but then it's also like what's priority within our timeline of our cinematic universe so <laughs> that's kind of the tricky part so you know i, I feel like star wars is going to take a but this holiday season, we get Book of Boba Fett, and then who knows what happens next year with Mando. And but yeah, I think Loki, Loki's gonna take some time. We might we might take some time before we see season two. But they've already said they're started, like they're about to start. So who knows? Who knows at this point, right? Exciting for sure. But yeah. uh, I think one thing that I think will be easier for them is the way that they left Loki was really cool. Of it left them in the TVA, or at least a new version of the TVA, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call it. Um, so it obviously takes place outside the timeline so i think in a good way they can wait in terms of like not messing up the mcu if they need to Mm -hmm. but i'm really excited either or i think there was a perfect setup there at the end with a really cool big question yeah Um, so i'm excited absolutely well something else that i'm excited for at least michael keaton in the mobius film and the whole sony universe very confusing and even Michael Keaton himself is confused. He says uh, they talked him through the logic of the Marvel Universe. And he says, I'm nodding like I know what the F they're talking about. They were looking at me and they just started laughing, <laughs> which I think is perfect, Michael Keaton. Because, you know, you're, tell- you're describing, okay, so there's two universes. Sony owns both, but it's not really connected, but it is. And it's like, I don't, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't get it either. I still don't understand. You know what I mean? It's such a confusing topic. It's Sony and Spider-Man. It's sensitive. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But anyways, okay. yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to now we can move on. That was all our Marvel news. We had a lot of Marvel news, but now we can finally move on to other studios, TV, streaming, Warner Brothers, all the interesting stuff. But Marvel's always huge, especially this week. It's been a it's been a huge week for Marvel. But yeah, now we can start us off on WB. Or Warner Brothers. Yeah. So in terms of Warner Brothers, uh kind of good some good news out. Um Dune's runtime is two hours and thirty-five minutes, uh reveals director Dennis Villanueva. Um, there's no director's cut. The final version is really the one that ends up on the screen, which is kind of rare if you guys know mm-hmm. Warner Brothers track record. So, uh, Dune's second half to realistically start filming in the fall of 2022. Um, Vil- Villanueva has estimated, um, and he's very optimistic that he'll get to make Dune's second half, mm-hmm. um, which is really good. Also very rare and kind of scary of whether or not they're going to get a part two in the Warner yeah. Brothers universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the studios, he, he's gone online saying um, the studios would need a really bad outcome at the box office to not have a Dune part two because they really love the movie. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm ex- I'm really excited. What's your take on it? I think yeah, this film's setting up to be a huge epic, you know. And I'm I think the the big headline for me was that it's the director's cut and it's his final version because you would think people. I I think uh, Jason Momoa went online saying, yeah, I want to see like the six hour version of that. I'm like six hour version, like so. There's a whole director's cut. He's like, no, like it's just two thirty five. Like it's just a normal regular film. Like we're good and I uh, have it complete, which is like cool. His his vision is is done, which is all I could ask for Denis to have dune you know dune, dune seems like such an epic so and it's i was i was so shocked by a second movie and i was like wow already so must be that good for wb to greenlight it but that's all we got for warner brothers now moving on to like other studios wes anderson is having a new film uh of course he has the french dispatch coming soon and then another one that he's casting for scarlett johansson and margot robbie and tom hanks during the cast as well as brian cranston jeffrey wright hope davis leo shriver and uh, yeah, it's it's a huge cast, and already the entitled feature is now shooting in Spain. But man, he has some two heavy hitters coming in the next couple of years with these two films. Like the cast look nuts, but Wes Anderson, I don't know. I wouldn't say he disappoints. He never disappoints. I've only seen a few of them. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen them all. He's one of those that's very like polarizing for me. Of like, I either love the movie or I'm just kind of like, Ugh, I'm really tired. <laughs> It's good in terms of visuals. I love that part of every single one of his movies. I think it's like literally like stepping into an art piece. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's one of those that I think he's one of the last true stylistic directors in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's like really made a name for himself through that. So I'm excited. As you said, cast is big heavy hitters and it's going to be really good. And the more that they add, the more I get, it was like, it was like the casting for knives out too. the oh, more yeah, people yeah. they added. I was like, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Knives out too um, started. Like I think they started in Greece a while ago. We talked about it on the, on the show a while back, but that one's looking to be exciting too. Didn't they wrap on? I don't think they wrapped, but I'm excited to see a trailer for that. It'd be fun. <laughs> it's going to be good. The, the, the shots from that looked really good. So I, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a, I'm the world's biggest Katherine Hahn fan. So oh. the fact that she's involved in freaking in. Um, yeah. Next, um, Joaquin Phoenix. We got a first look at him and Mike Mills. Come on, come on for the new A24 film. Um, and the film's going to follow a kind-hearted documentary filmmaker taking care of his sister's troubled young son while trying to complete a project. And it's going to be screened at the New York Film Festival. That sounds... Joaquin Phoenix, obviously really good. And mm-hmm. this sounds like a good cry-worthy A24 movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw the photo. It was a photo that they showed. And I was like, oh, already this looks interesting. It looks like real, like uh, real raw, I'd say. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super gritty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, another interesting headline about No Time to Die. Unfortunate news. I mean, I think it's unfortunate. Apparently, they're saying it will not be delayed again at this point because of how much money it's costing the studio. Millions of dollars to advertise this film. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I've seen this film forever. Like, it's been years of seeing this trailer and seeing this movie. And it's like, it's the same one that I'm just like, oh, I, I want to see the film already. And I feel like it's died. It's kind of, it's kind of like dipped off. I feel bad, but I don't know. I hope it does well at the box office. I really do. The Daniel Craig, like, Bond cinematic universe, I'm, I love. And I think mm-hmm. is a really big point of, like, really good filmmaking and good storytelling. And I... I mean, I'm really sad. This I was. I remember when the trailer first came out. Like you said, like almost over a year ago, um, I was really excited because mm-hmm. um, casting, adding it, Lebana Lynch, like so so good. I'm like so excited still. Oh yeah. But it's kind of sad of just you know again like they were. I I I got to be honest. Knowing what marketing budgets are, I'm shocked that they got this many. <laughs> yeah. And 
I just, I, in a good way, I mean, I'll take what we can get, but I think at this point, everybody's just so far gone. And I'm hoping, I, based on everything that happened to where people are theorizing that Venom and No Way Home are going to get yeah. pushed back mm-hmm. again, too. I, I think everybody's in the headspace where, you know, may happen, may not happen. Just prepare for the best, I guess, or, or worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for this movie still. I, I've, Skyfall. Mm-hmm is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I watch it like a comfort movie. Um, And I'm also hoping this film is going to like, we're, we're starting to near the end of our Daniel Craig bond um, experience. Yeah. Sadly, but I'm hoping that that's going to provide a little bit more intake to it, I guess. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Absolutely. Excuse me. Interesting to say the least. All right. Now moving on to our streaming news, we got Netflix, HBO max, all the big ones. Disney Plus, if you want to take all the Netflix ones, little grouping here. Not too much Netflix news. Yeah. Yes, of course. So um, the Witcher showrunner, Lauren Schmidt um, Hisrich, she has signed a multi-year deal with Netflix to write and produce several new projects. Um, So that's really exciting. I love The Witcher. Um, And Never Have I Ever, one of my favorite shows, has been renewed for season three on Netflix as well. Nice. Um, Really unique show if you guys haven't seen it yet. Mm. Um, What's your take on it? I know you've seen The Witcher. Have you seen Never Have I Ever too? I have not seen Never Have I Ever. Uh, I always see it on the thing. Um, I guess it's just not, you know, I'm always like hesitant to hop in it. But I I barely hop on Netflix. It's very... It's like super teeny bopper, but there's like a lot of heart to it too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The writing team is also amazing. I think there's a lot of really intelligent, like Gen, oh, yeah. like it's one of the rare instances where there's actually some good Gen Z representation in there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad that mm-hmm. it got renewed again because Netflix also has a little bit of a rep when it comes to um, renewing some movies. Um, yeah. Something gets renewed. Some yeah, yeah, I feel you, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, now on to HBO Max. We have all kinds of huge news for this, especially in the DC world. Uh, Westworld. Starting off with Westworld, season four apparently is coming, and will take the story to new worlds. Teases the creator Lisa Joy. Uh, it says if she had to describe the new season in a single word, it would be inversion. And uh, she just recently did Reminiscence with Hugh Jackman, and uh, she talked about including one of her characters from reminiscence she said there will not be a crossover but it will have definitely like like a callback or a character and for those of you that haven't seen reminiscence a lot of the same cast from westworld is in reminiscence and so mm-hmm. i got to see yeah. it uh, early screening and i thought that was a fun film and i have not checked out westworld season three but i am on season two i don't know if you've seen westworld or heard about it but it's I love Westworld. Oh. As you as you mentioned, okay. I want to work for theme parks and immersive yeah, good development. So good example. Like perfect exploration of that. It's a good show. And the new seasons have been very interesting in terms of like new story type things. Okay. So if it's going to be new worlds, that also makes me really curious about what that kind of looks like for the future of casting and everything too. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of really new cast, I feel mm-hmm. like. Maybe like Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. something like that. Who knows? Right? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Love her. I love her so much. And I, it, like you said, with the crossover and reminiscence of all the casting that was also Westworld wise, the Westworld casting is so good oh, yeah. and has brought forth a lot of really cool stars that I don't think mm-hmm. we would have like seen in a different light before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad for that. I'm really excited. Um, I'm glad it's still happening too. Mm-hmm. Um, next up. Oh, really excited yeah. about this um black canary um has a movie for black canary has reportedly been greenlit um and is in development for uh hbo max with journey smollett to star 
um, and Misha Green to write the script. I was, I don't know about you, I really enjoyed Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah it was fun. I think I'm part of a, like, I don't even know what small little group, but I loved Birds of Prey. I watched, mm-hmm. like, that was part of the reasons why I got HBO Max was because oh, okay. that was going to be offered on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think Dina was a really cool character, and I'm really excited we're going to get to see more of her, especially in terms of, like, we got to see a little taste of her abilities at the end of um, Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be good. Maybe maybe Birds of Prey Cinematic Universe or Gotham City Sirens oh, yes. goes through. And, oh, it would be so you know, crazy. That. I, I'm excited, though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about you? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. You know, anything Margot Robbie, I'm in. You know, I think she does great as Harley, and it's one of those cast things that you just can't replace. She's already, like, become the person and the character. And, yeah, the cast of Birds of Prey... I really enjoy the cast and the movie. I, I, I enjoy it. I thought it was all right. You know, I have no hate for it. No distaste for it. You know, I thought I like uh, Black Mask. Oh, my gosh. Ewan McGregor. I can uh, eat him up all day. No? <laughs> but yeah, film was fun. And I'm definitely looking forward. I'm glad that they're adding, uh, you know, this character to have her own film. And then we even have Blue Beetle, which I forgot to put on the document. But Cobra yes. Kai actor Zolo. Uh, Zolo mm-hmm. So I'm butchering his name. He's a very difficult name. Mara Duenya. Uh, of course, his cast is uh, Blue Beetle, so, you know, looking for him. And there's just going to keep building off more and more HBO Max films. And then we even have the yeah. uh, Batwoman, which, of course. Yeah, Leslie Grace. Leslie Grace. So. Yeah, that'll be really good. Lots of fun stuff. Hopefully, I've, they got to build the cinematic universe there, you know, hopefully. Yeah, HBO I'm hoping. Max. I, they've tried in, in a battle, like, they've, they haven't been successful thus far. <laughs> yeah. I actually want to root for their success, though, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, like, really... The whole thing of uh i think it also will help keep marvel on its toes not that marvel's yeah, yeah. needs it's good barring partner type thing yeah you know? good point i like that it's great uh okay moving on now just probably something i my most anticipated show of all time pedro pascal talking about last of us right he says that uh, it's banked six hundred thousand per episodes and uh season one has 10 episodes so that's we'll, we'll add that up uh uh what is that six million dollars that's it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's insane. But uh, Last of Us, have you? I know you. I don't. Have you played the games? Or if you've heard of them, probably. I haven't played it, but I've done the watch through. Oh. So not a ton of participation through it. But I mean, I think the story is so. Com- I'm excited for the show. The but, fact that it, like, I think it's going to open the door, especially for how successful it's going to be, or right. at, at least I'm anticipating mm-hmm. I think it's going to open the door for a lot more video game adaptations, especially mm-hmm. through like TV, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Pedro Pascal was the, like the casting for this show has been a one oh, like solid. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, so good. And getting the voice act. Some of the original voice actors are coming back. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not playing their characters, they're still in the show for prize doing they're something involved, else. Yeah. So I'm like hundred percent with that. I'm glad Neil Druckmann is doing it too. And you know, yeah. so many people are hyping up this show, you know, cause the budget's so huge and the production is so massive. Um, but yeah, it's a very beloved franchise and it's hard to, you know, like The Last of Us 2, very controversial because, yeah. I mean, what they did in the story, people, some people hated it, some people loved it. It's like no middle ground, right? So who knows what it'll be the show, but I think Pedro Pascal is a big seller for a lot of people, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then uh, last one here, we got Adventure Time is having a spinoff, which I'm not too familiar with Adventure I mean, I know the cartoon, but I, I've never seen Adventure Time. I know it's bad, but... Fiona and Cake spinoff. That's what's going to be called. The duo heads on a multiverse adventure with former Ice King Simon Petrikoff. <laughs> Just, do you know who that, that is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, 
I I watched Adventure Time. I'm not necessarily like this the hugest fan. Like not that I didn't like it. It's just kind of like an indifference at this point. I did love Ice King though. I think Ice King okay. is one of the funniest characters in TV, and I'm glad that he's coming back for this. And mm-hmm. in the same case too of seeing a a show like that that's been beloved by so many people mm-hmm. over the years actually kind of making a return. It's really cool. I think that's really nice. Absolutely, yeah. The photo looked really cute. Like the photo of, that they released. I was like, oh, that looks nice. All right. And now yeah. onto Disney Plus. Of course, big stuff. You can take this, this last big one. This is huge. Yeah. So the Star Wars Visions trailer has come out and it showcases the force of nine original anime stories coming on September 22nd. I am so excited for this. I think literally it's like one of those things of why didn't we do this before? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Oh, so good. Casting looks impeccable. Oh, Animation yeah. looks impe- impeccable. I think uh, you obviously heard about how What If kind of sparked Marvel getting their own like animation yes. studios now. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to, I think Star Wars is actually like in the talks of that's going to end up happening of like, it, it's going to get a lot more. I, I think this is going to be mm-hmm. really cool. And we're, we saw a lot of stuff in the trailer too, um, that I think hinted at a lot of different pieces of yeah. uh, Star Wars times. But what did you think? Absolutely. I think, you know, any animation is great. And I think Star Wars is one of the best when it comes to animation with Clone Wars and Bad Batch and yes. such a huge fan base. And yes, like you said, Marvel, I want more animated Marvel. What if and even more shows? I think it's just going to be better for a new fan base and just, you know, expanding their 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 paintbrush, if you will. Right. And like this, yeah. this anime and Star Wars feels like a combination that, you know, like you said, why hasn't it been done before? It feels like it's like bread and butter. You know what I mean? It, it seems like it works so Probably. well together. So. It's, I'm definitely looking forward to it and I'll check it out because it looks enticing to say the least. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. There you have it. So that's that's all our really main main news of this past week. We've uh, we've taken a little bit of a break, but lots of good stuff, lots of exciting stuff. And then we have one light news here. This is just a little headline. Fast and Furious 10 is already revving its engines for release on April 7, 2023. And I see your face ready. It's, 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 a, it's a huge franchise. Pretty funny, huh? I see you. Thinking about families. I, I love. I'm like I watch them so unironically. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's not even funny. I like, and it was one of those things of like we grew up with that. Like where mm-hmm. it was like one of those. It was one of the first movies I remember watching where it was like, oh, this is a big kid movie. And yeah. like now I am a like, actual adult where it's <laughs> like, oh, these are happening in a good way. It's just yeah. we start literally. It's like zero to a hundred. Like that's mm-hmm. where we're at. Yeah, I'm excited though, and I think also isn't. 10 gonna be like it's like a two-parter right yes. isn't that the, I think the last two is like, 10 oh, and 11 yeah. <laughs> i know i don't know how they can Man, get crazier I, from space be interesting for sure i i um i think they've in the recent releases have had some interesting like it's either again very hit or miss for me i either have loved them or like i actually really liked fast nine um mm-hmm. but yeah this will be good i'm i'm glad it's happening quicker than expected too True. i feel like that was gonna be kind of an interesting point of entry when it came to uh the one of the first pandemic post-pandemic films to come mm-hmm. out um was very interesting that could have ended oh, yeah fast and furious but <laughs> it's happening good for them and and we might possibly get a spinoff han and shaw maybe mm-hmm. uh, han and shaw <laughs> i love Hobbs and shaw i loved mm-hmm. it so much again unironically loved it so oh, yeah it's all fun if that happens it's good i'll take it i'll take what i can get at mm-hmm. this point 100%. I'm right there with you, yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. That's all the really big news. Uh, stay tuned, because if anything Spider-Man drops, you bet we'll we'll do a reaction and give you guys news on it. Um, but yeah, moving on to our recommendations now. 
see Peyton, if you want to say your recommendations and uh, the audience, what you got? Yeah, I think I have two. Right. Um, first one is The White Lotus. It's HBO, but it's oh. also HBO on HBO Max, obviously. Okay. I it's again, it's very it's one of those shows that I think I've been hearing a lot of people either really love it or really don't. Mm-hmm. So totally at everybody's own pace, but I personally have loved it. Very unique and compelling characters that I think were built up in a lot of subtleties, um, which has been really cool of kind of get to see how that, um, you know, person in whatever scenario. Um, I'm really excited just to see how it all kind of turned. It it was one of the, this is really interesting about white Lotus Mm -hmm. is um, it was originally supposed to be a limited series um, and Ooh, HBO okay. just renewed it oh, um, for a second right. okay. series, like, which was crazy. So, and it's going to, which is cool. So if you watch the show, you'll understand how they're going to be able to do it where it's almost like a anthology and whatever scenario. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And then my second recommendation isn't necessarily, it's actually not out yet, but it's coming out soon within the next few weeks. And based on what we've seen from previous seasons, I'm very excited for this one. And that's American Crime Story. Um, so this season is Ooh. American Crime Story Impeachment, um, which is going to follow the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal of the 90s. Um, I am so, so excited. Go. I think uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. I feel like oh, was Versace great. was. So that's season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're both on Netflix. I know O.J. is. Go and watch. So good. One of the good, like, Ryan Murphy universe shows Uh um, that's not super, like, absurdist. It's very, very, um, very calculated and extremely good acting. And obviously, Ryan Murphy has his head of uh, casting people. uh, Starring in the show is all... I'm so excited. It's Beanie Feldstein as... Lewinsky. Okay. I love her. Nice. So so good. I'm real like I'm just excited to see the like dark comedy in it all because mm-hmm. she's a comedic actress and I think we've seen some really good like dramatic stuff from her too before. Um, she also got she also with this random she also just got cast as um the lead in the revival Broadway revival of Funny Girl. So good for her. Oh, she's living man. it up. Yeah. And, um, uh, Sarah Paulson is going to be oh, um great. the attorney, which I no, if no. you looked at the special effects makeup on her. It looks so good. So that's coming out in September. Put it on your calendar. I have loved American Crime Story both seasons. So, so good. I watched them for fun and put other people onto them. So Mm -hmm. those are my two recommendations. The White Lotus on HBO and uh, American Crime Story Impeachment coming out in September. I like it. I like it. A little little difference there. I I did see the first episode of White Lotus. I haven't gotten to the rest because I just haven't had time. But I'm into it. I'm into it because I know it's like a mystery and you find out like, who who dies right like very intriguing (laughs) Uh, yeah it gives me um like murder on the orient express vibes but like Mm -hmm. very much more modern time like knives out sort of in a good way (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah okay for my for my uh recommendation i think i recommended this before but i really enjoy it it's on disney plus and that's josh peck's turner and hooch (laughs) i love turner and hooch And listen, it's it's not it's not cringy at all. Like I don't I know I'm starting with that it could, could imply it's cringy. No, but when you see this show, it's a fun adventure show of Turner, you know, Josh Peck playing the main character as a cop, and him and his dog are, are you know uh, going on little mysteries and solving cases, but they're homages to other films like Die Hard, uh, Road to El Dorado, uh, in, in the Line of Fire, like and it's it's super silly and it's fun, but it's it's a good time. 
great episodes, great cast, and it's just fun. I, I mean, I bet you've seen it too. You enjoy it, right? Love it. It's great. Yeah, it was one of the reboots I was really excited for, and it, it met every expectation. Mm-hmm. I've loved it. Absolutely. I hope we get a season two because I feel like they're setting up a lot of stuff. I think most likely we will, but... Yeah, there you have it, everybody. That's that's the whole show. That's everything we got for you. Uh, Peyton, I want to thank you so much for hopping on with me and chatting about the movie news. This was, this was so fun. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I had a ton of fun. That's great. I'm glad you did. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening on audio platforms, we want to thank you guys. Give us a review and let us know how we did. Let us know what we could do better for next time. Again, we have TikTok. If you want those quick updates, follow us on TikTok. All links will be down below if you're on YouTube. Hop on our Discord, connect with us, and uh, check out all our other videos. We have some reactions up for Eternals. And stay tuned because Spider-Man No Way Home is coming in two days. Probably in a day where it's probably already out as of uploading this. So just stay tuned on the channel, on all our social media when we blast in that and all the news. But thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you guys next week for more news and more guests. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.